The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show online. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice, uh, which I believe we got the it sorted. We had some issues as far as uploading the the the, the upload length, the num- the length of the podcast. Those but it should is be up now. yeah, it should be up. Uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, we've had a weird. We have a hamster on the wheel and it just fell off. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. Over there at the helm today, making us sound good, is my captain. Ashley Pickle. Hello. Hello, Ashley. How are you? I am doing well, but don't worry. I won't ask you how you're doing because according to Wednesday, since we talked before the show, mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to be mm-hmm. curious Thank as you. to how you're doing. You so know what? I Ashley, really don't care. Ashley, right I appreciate your ability <laughs> to, to to gather facts and, and, and adjust your uh, behavior accordingly. So thank you. I try. And thank also, you for not caring. Let's go ahead and say hi to our first four through the door. We've got Aaron Flynn, Brent Howman, Homan, Chester Bradley, and Matthew McSpadden. Okay. Welcome in, guys. Uh, and sitting to my right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Poochie himself. The man, the myth, and the legend. Have it's you true. ever sat in this chair? I've never sat on this side at all. Really? It's very weird. It's Max Thompson. Are you disoriented a little bit? I'm not disoriented. It's fine. It'll work. Yeah, it works fine. <laughs> yeah. Now you see, it's not as it's not as easy as you think, huh? I never thought it was easy. You're a freak. Yeah, it's not... That was too complimentary. <laughs> I don't know how to respond. What? I was waiting for the snarky comeback, and I'm like, I'm ready. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Max is uh, here for uh, two things. One, he's here to announce the Dairy Max Assistant Coach of the Week. And two, for mailbag. I probably should figure out who that is. I know who it yeah, is. It's okay. okay. Uh, but it is also Max's final mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. It's your swan song. Mm-hmm. It's your swan song. We need like a soundboard. Wah, wah, wah. Well, you're the new producer of this show. All right, we'll you can, load uh, it up. <laughs> you can. I bet you we can get one pretty. Those got to be pretty affordable, right? Probably. It's like a soundboard. Yeah. We yeah. Can make that work. Yeah. We'll look into Just it. Just add one more thing to your job over there. <laughs> it's not overwhelming enough. <laughs> today, <trust me. laughs> today is Friday, September thirteenth, two thousand and nineteen. Seventy-six days until Thanksgiving. Episode eight hundred and sixteen. Eight sixteen. Zach Harris's played appearance. Was Vic Harris's rather played appearances in his illustrious Texas Rangers career, nineteen seventy-two to nineteen seventy-three. So on today's show, guys, we're going to announce the Mister Texas Football Player of the Week Award winner, the Assistant Coach of the Week Award winner, and then we're going to have Mailbag Friday. So ask your questions down below uh, in the comments on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. If you're watching at TexasFootball.com, thank you. Open a new tab, <laughs> Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. We get double viewers. Ooh, uh, is that right? I mm. bet we do. Probably. Right? I don't know. It's just based on the streams. It's so. a series of tubes and clicks and whistles. You would know. Yeah, I don't know so how it works. So just open them up and start clicking just, like crazy. You know what? Like open up this man. show 17 times, times. please. <laughs> yes. If you really love us. Yeah, on uh, as many devices as possible. Yes. Uh, buy a phone specifically uh, to open it. Open the show on. Create a hellish echo chamber Correct. throughout your home. <laughs> Great. 
if beautiful you, wording. Oh my God, what a, <laughs> what a disaster that would be. Um, okay, so let's take care of this first. <clears throat> Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, and in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl, is proud to present the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Every Monday at noon here on TexasFootball.com, we announce 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. Voting closes each Friday at noon, so just closed. And we do have a winner. It is with distinct pleasure that I announce. Oh, I can't spoil it. The week t- This is a bummer. Oh, wait, I, I could. I thought you were moving faster than that. She did it! Oh, you're my hero. I do that every time. I try. I do that every time, too. He was so close. Mr. Texas Football (laughs) Player of the Week is... Here's your pointless drum roll. It goes on forever, too. It's a traditional podcast. Why is it so long? Anderson Shiro, running back and cornerback, Zacharias Haynes. They call him Woody. He ran for 400 yards and six touchdowns and added three pass breakups and four tackles for the Fighting Owls. Uh, Congratulations to all the nominees, but a very special congratulations to the Week 2 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week, Anderson Shiro, running back and cornerback, Zacharias Haynes. Very well deserved. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas Football staff nominates four deserving assistant coaches in the, across the state for the Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week and let fans decide via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Derry Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year decided at season's end. The week two, Derry Max and Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week is... Malikoff Offensive Coordinator Scott Lane. Uh, uh, Very well deserved for for Coach Lane. He beats out four very deserving candidates, but uh, Coach Lane uh, was, uh, they set a school record with 76 points, including 191 yards on the ground from Keevy Rose and 173 from Dedrick Davis in a 76-7 romp over Emory Reigns. Congratulations to all the nominees, Fortpin, Willow Ridge Offensive Coordinator Nick Leonard, La Jolla Defensive Coordinator Robert Garza, and Bernie Defensive Coordinator Brett Sawyer. But a very special congratulations to the Week 2 Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week, it is Malikoff Offensive Coordinator Scott Lane. Very well deserved there. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage. High school football, college football, and Cruton all across the Lone Star State. Please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash Insider. It pays Max's severance. So <laughs> I get severance? That. Especially for that. I didn't know you get severance when you just walk away. Please this do is it. pretty awesome uh, you're not no you you didn't quit you were fired atomal <laughs> equinox is still on the uh, yeah, still yeah, on the board yes, true. get That's your true. sweetheart get your a too. subscription for yeah. the atomal equinox yes Atum- exactly autumnal autumnal it's an autumnal fall fall fall, fall equinox fall sounds equinox. a lot better my, <laughs> my you know my wife was at trader joe's last night no and, way. My wife. Um, she was at trader joe's last night and they already have all the pumpkin stuff out Second week of September. I saw pumpkins at Walmart yesterday. It's, it's not. But, but, and again, we're mm-hmm. going to get to Mailbag Friday here in yep. just a second. So ask your questions down below. Uh, high school football, college football recruiting, lifestyle, romance, Max. Your last chance to pe- pepper Max with That's questions. true. I'm getting all your questions lined up here in front of me. Um, But that is something, and, and it's appropriate that on this, our 817th and final episode, to 816th and final episode together. Mm-hmm. Um, that... 
we talk about Thanksgiving because the thing that really <laughs> makes me mad is that nobody ever puts out the Thanksgiving stuff early. That's true. Like they'll put out Valentine's Day stuff way early, Fourth of July stuff, way Halloween, early. Halloween stuff, yeah. and of course Easter. Christmas. Easter, yeah. Christmas, yeah. all of those. everything, all out early, but no Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. What, what do you want them to put out though? Like turkeys? Yes. Like you want to be able to have a turkey sooner than, but you can't make it any sooner. I'm not asking. I'm, I want live turkeys. You just want roaming that, around, roaming the streets, roaming the streets. Dude, they are mean. <laughs> Relentless like, those hordes, are, those yeah. are swarming everyone's animals. homes. Yeah, yeah. Um, they are. It's it's. Mm. I, I just what I want is I want yeah. the I want uh, the cornucopias out. I want the uh, I want the the pilgrim hats out. Those aren't things. Do people actually? I've I never want, seen those anywhere. Well, what I want is I want. But you want them. I want the Thanksgiving industrial complex to like to really me, start flexing your, its muscles. Your wife is design queen, right? She is. She's known she's, for that. She's design queen. I would think that most of her Thanksgiving like design is mostly like just colors. This is an important question. I don't know if we've asked um, her. What? You know, about pickle. about that day? About that day. Uh-huh. What are your thoughts on Thanksgiving? Yeah, what are your thoughts on Thanksgiving? Pickle? I love Thanksgiving. Well, see? You okay. get to eat food. I do have... Okay, yeah. since it's Mailbag Friday, I will submit <laughs> my own question today. Oh, yes. <laughs> Which one do you like better? Are you turkey or oh. ham at Thanksgiving? Oh, no. God. Oh, no, no. Is this, I felt like that... Pickle. Oh, no. It's a reasonable question. It's not a reasonable question. Oh, no. No. Um, it's clearly the better choice. Oh, no. Wait till she sees... Our Thanksgiving segment where well, ham was the 11th ranked food. <laughs> well, I know which hat you're wearing for yep. Thanksgiving. Yeah, Probably she's going to wear the that. turkey yeah. one. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you will. She's turkey wear that turkey is hat. so far superior yep. to ham in every single way. A yeah. spiral honey baked ham does not, you cannot get better. God. Oh. Max, what are, what are your thoughts? You can't. Well, look, I'm team turkey, but I am a ham apologist, as you will see from the original uh, argument that we had over Thanksgiving on the uh, original DCTF Live. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Look how upset he is. Just disgusted. This is <laughs> no. You don't even know what you got into. You're, you don't even know what you got into. You're crossing into some weird because Thanksgiving here. is like the only thing I feel passionately yeah. about. <laughs> like yeah. everything else, ah, whatever. Like my son, he's fine. But like yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah. No. Can I tell a very quick parenting story? Well, who's going to stop you? Okay, that's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> so, um, Hank went in for his nine-month appointment um, on Wednesday. And we go in, and he got a flu shot. Sure. Um, but he, um, but the other thing that they do when you're nine months is you get tested for anemia. You get tested for, you know. Right. Yeah. And there's the, the way to do I that. I get tested for anemia every week, so yeah. it's smart. I can tell. Yeah. Um, they have to do the finger prick. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. I think we all agree. No matter what age you are, the finger yeah. prick sucks. Sure. It sucks. It's, it's terrible. It's not ideal. It's just kind of no. uncomfortable regardless, it's right? Ter- it's terrible. Okay. So uh, to set the scene. Hank is sitting there in his diaper. Right. He's a kid that there's an inverse relationship between the number of clothes he's wearing and how happy he is. Okay. Okay. So he's a little bit like uh, Andy on Parks and Rec. Exactly okay. right. He's yeah. in his diaper. He is happy. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, mom and dad are there. There's a nice doctor who's talking right. to him. Uh, he, he's sitting on that table that's got the paper on it. Sure. And so he's like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. He's looking at me. He's like, and I'm, I, I know what's coming. So I'm trying to like, ah, cheer him up. Make it making funny face them ha 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 you know he's smiling stuff finger prick the look of betrayal yeah on the face of my it, son get used to it he go, yeah. it was like i trusted you yeah. old man yeah what did you this, do this is a watershed moment for how could you yeah. have how could you let go, this happen it's gonna it go was, poorly from now he's gonna have oh tattoos by age nine and and 
even the next morning. He's going to be an Astros fan. Even don't you put that <laughs> evil on me, Ricky Bobby? Um, if he the uh, even the next morning, because I'm in charge of taking him to daycare. I was sensing some side eye. Oh, I was yeah. sensing some like, like, what are you going to drop on me now, jerk mm-hmm. face? Yeah, okay. Uh, we were having at that point. We yeah. were having fun. What happens now? We were having fun, yeah. and then my finger hurt. Like, I don't know. Anyway, it's my parenting story. Okay. Do we have any questions? Oh, God, we have so many questions. Are you ready to rock? I like how you're doing. You're still doing your, your job from there. Well, it felt like a lot to ask Ashley to do on her first mailbag. That's true. It's pretty brutal. Uh, Although you missed your first Thursday show. That is true, by the way. Yeah. And I know everybody took their, took like. Sorry about Thursday. Everybody wanted to do the, the yeah. Texas air conditioning jokes, but our air conditioning literally was out. It was like 84 degrees in here. And then we yeah. didn't have to sit through mailbag. No, mailbag. Free Scratch money. that. Free yeah. money. Free America's money. most yeah. hated segment. Yeah. Nobody, there she is. Nobody, nobody <laughs> agrees. That's why I, that's literally, why I recommended her literally, the right there. Literally nobody agrees. Yeah, with she knows okay. everything. Wait wait for those comments to come in. Mm. Uh, Everybody loves <laughs> free money. Corey Hogue, our small school college football writer, says, Tepper, can fans of this show request a 30-day notice before anyone else is allowed to leave? We have, we have needs too, you know. Um, I would have, but I found out last Monday. Yeah. I found out, yeah, I found yeah. out last Monday that you were there. The, the, this is, I'll actually pull the curtain back on this. I've told the guys this. Uh, the timing of this is terrible. We all, we can all agree on that. There's base, but, but. There could be worse timing, but it's pretty bad. This is, but at the same time with this job. Yeah. And, and you've been here long enough. Yeah. There's basically only two months you can quit. It's like June or January. (laughs) If you do it then, we're fine. Yeah. That's why, Um, you know what? That's why we hold David up in such high esteem. Right. That's true. Because he finished out, he, the, fin- he played he, out the string, and then he left in June, and then he left, yeah. and we have nothing but nice things to yeah, say about the athletics. That wasn't that wasn't going to happen here. But what did happen was I could have told everyone sooner, but then I figured I would be casting a pall over opening weekend, and I did not want to ruin that for the team because if everyone was a, was freaking out about how to do things once I was leaving during opening weekend, that kind of ruins like one of the four best days of the year. Probably mm-hmm. it's like that state championship week. Well, Thanksgiving and, and I don't know. Well, because to be clear, I like heard it from from our we have a boss, yeah. Adam. Yeah. Um and I heard it from him. Yep. And he told me like I came in to record Tep and Step on yep. Monday on Labor Day and yep. he told me and Step then mm-hmm. specifically for that reason. He's yep. like I found out Friday, but like I didn't want to ruin the first week yep. of of college of, of football and I was like, oh, I mm-hmm. think I appreciate that. Yeah. So the answer, so, I guess, is maybe, no, probably not. Probably not. Like, it's just going to be, yeah. it'll probably be, you know, two weeks, like yeah. every other job. Although this was, this was shorter because, you know, we didn't want to alarm anybody. But now you are all uh, adequately alarmed. <laughs> Pretty alarmed, yeah. yeah. Uh, Aaron Flynn says he's driving to Midland and swapped driving with his wife so he could see the last show. That is very sweet, Aaron. He has many questions. We'll get to them in a minute. Um, Real fast, Josh Chapa said yeah. that it's like the starting running back is leaving the school before district starts. Yeah. I told y'all that that's the other little, day, man. The right. starting running no. back next to the yes. scrappy but, young freshman. Yeah. Is but I want to be clear. Yeah. I want to be clear. This is always a defense defense first, first <laughs> Defense ain't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> secondly, secondly, uh, we have a very capable young. We have a very capable young up and coming sophomore running back. Yeah, she's a sophomore. Like she, she's red, red, red shirt sophomore. Yeah. Maybe we're losing, yeah. we're losing the senior yeah. workhorse. I get it, and 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 the you know I get that. But very promising, high upside. 
um, young running back, uh, yeah. I would say, uh, yeah. filling those shoes. It's so yeah. nice. I yeah. You know, See, I no, thought that was. No, I thought the other runners. day was the only no, compliment ever. Runners, no, this so, is yeah. the this is the relationship that we're going to have. Is yeah. that I'm going to be super nice to you, and you're going to be a big jerk. Yeah. yeah. We can work with that. Okay. Yeah, this is pretty easy. <laughs> Uh, Phil Vaney wants to know, can we have a quick rundown of how computer rankings work? The flip-flopping in 5AD1 has me confused. Yeah, okay. Uh, pretty easy. Uh, basically, uh, our computer rankings come from our expert, Jerry Forrest, over at pickskinprep.com. And his rankings take into account... Um, the, obviously, we put out the, he puts out the preseason rankings. That's based on how you did the past five years. That's based on uh, a lot of different factors. Returning starters, returning lettermen... Um, what the coaches think? Do you think you're going to be better, or stronger? What what teams in your own district? What teams in your own region think of you? Uh, what your JV record was? A lot of different factors. This is a big mishmash of data that we get the preseason rankings. Okay, and every team is associated a rating. Okay, so let's just say that Tepper High is a 100 and Max High is a 101. Let's just say that would make Max uh, a slight favorite if we were to play. Um, if I go and beat Max, then my rating will increase because I beat a better team and his rating will decrease because he lost to a worse team. And then it matters on, on style points because if you go and you beat a team, if I, if I beat Max 59 to nothing, I'm going to go up a lot farther and Max is going to drop a lot, a lot, uh, lower. Um, it's based on strength of schedule. It's based on how convincing the wins are. Uh, things like that, and so you know your point about five uh, A division five uh, A division one is an interesting one because we did uh, we flip flopped uh, the number one team, and we've done that but the past couple of weeks. Uh, and one of the big reasons is that Alvin Shadow Creek has been really good. Alvin Shadow Creek has has yeah. you know uh, Alvin Shadow Creek was really good. Uh, they take over the number one spot, uh, but then they go and they play, um, or rather, yeah, but then Highland Park goes and they are convincing in their win they return to the top uh as shadow creek played a team that would that they were just a lot a lot better than so the computer was less impressed by that so right now the computer believes that the based on the preseason projections highland park has done well enough to keep that number one spot does that make sense i'm trying to explain it it's 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 one of those things that's in a big spreadsheet and i kind of understand it but basically i just copy and paste yeah yeah i get it yeah that's all that matters Brent Holman says, man, I was watching the first DCDF Live, and Tepper has aged Max. Mm-hmm. I think I've gotten more distinguished with time. I think I looked a little more frazzled back then. There was a lot going on. We were trying to get a lot done, like, in five minutes all the time. We were, um, we were well, and that was in the... And you don't really age. That was in the hostage. Like, time. the only thing that happens with you is, like, you've got these little flecks of, like, gray hairs, yeah, but, like, it's... Right Barely. Especially if you cut it short, you can't see it at all. Yeah, if I cut it short, but yeah. now I'm going to try to... But no, I would say if you look at that first episode from October 19, 2015, you don't look any different. I definitely look a little different. But I've lost some weight, Brent, so that's some yes. motivation for you, buddy. Yes. Get in the dang gym, um, you bum. Yeah, but that was... So this is the third studio uh, of, of DCTF Live, or... Text football today, nay, DCTF Live. This is the <laughs> third studio, and I think maybe the fifth configuration, like for, as a visual apparatus. Yeah. Because we changed the look of it yeah. t- two or three times in the when we shared the office. Well, yeah, when we shared the office, yeah. right, the hostage den. Yeah, the hostage den was um, its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a lot of That's history to learn. That's quite a name. The, the hostage, hostage den? den? Yes. That's go what back, it looked like. Go back and <laughs> go watch, watch episode one and tell us we're wrong. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go back and run back episode one, which is somewhere, because that was yeah. streamed live on YouTube. We had it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You we can have find it, it. We have it in archive. She has the archive now. Yeah. I do. She could literally just pull it up on the drive that she has. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
There you go. Tepper, <laughs> Corey Hoke says, Tepper is the Dick Clark of DCTF. He's going to be doing this in 40 years, and he's not going to look much different. You got part of the name right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clark, what would you... Yeah, uh, like Clark Griswold. That's yeah. what I was... Mm-hmm. Where you A family sure. man. He, yeah. Absolutely. Nope. Yep. Uh, Aaron Flynn says he's ro- rolling through Ozona right now. Go Lions? Go Lions. Yeah. Go, go Lions. Lions. Yeah. They had That's, a big win. They were the team that smoked Iran last week. That's true. And can I can I say that this is by the side note? If you work here for four years, you will absolutely learn every mascot. Yeah, I'm. So, I'm pretty good at the mascot game. So that's now. an interesting point because, like, because when you you were the king when I got here, we've yeah, I've gotten better though. Craig Craig Way, is, you he's the god. Matt Step and yes. and I would say me at this point. First yeah. reference, I would say I have about a seventy percent hit rate. I would say that's probably right. Yeah, and because you you were familiar with high school football in Texas because yeah. I had covered your, it for six years yeah, before, like, but yeah. you were. You are. It was very central and south you are, Texas. You are, you are, you are, real yeah. local yokel. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if I but as, and, and beyond that, correct me if I'm wrong. But you were really focused a lot on five a six. What was sure. in four a five a now is sure. five a six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The smaller schools, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't nearly as much of my coverage. So yeah, the small towns now. Although at the end of the day, you always just like if you don't know, you guess lions, wildcats, bulldogs, or eagles, and you're probably right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Now, an important question. Uh huh. Favorite of our road trips. Oh. <sighs> It's probably the time you and I went out to Marathon. That was a really good trip. Out to Washington. That was, we, it was in the middle of the magazine, so you and I needed to get the hell out of here. Yes. Uh, And we went to our favorite place in the state, which is that little southwest corner. It was pretty great. We ate great. We saw cool things. Flew to El Paso, is that right? Flew to El Paso. That was a great road trip. Flew to El Paso, drove down to Marathon. um, Yeah. Stayed, stayed in the hotel in Alpine that is right next to the train tracks. Oh, that was, this is the worst part. That was the worst part. Uh, Ate at Riata. They, 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 uh, is that the, that's not the Harvard hotel. I think that's the one in, uh, Fort Davis. What's the one we stayed at? There can't be that many hotels there. There's no, not. there's not, but it's the oldest <laughs> but it's, one. It's, it's across the from the, 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 the train station. It's the one that's known for, and there's yeah. people in the comments yelling at us. Probably. Yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, they leave earplugs on your nightstand and you go, oh, that's thoughtful. That's awful. Maybe the walls are a little thin. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe if there's loud things outside, maybe it's because it literally sounds like the train is coming through Whoa! your room like, seven times in the middle of the night. 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> it's, it sounds like it is coming straight for you and your life is over. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Frazier says, what's Dumas's mascot? The demons. This is not easy. Come, come on, on, man. These are finger rolls. Uh, anyway, uh, Aaron Flint has a three-part question, and because it's Aaron, we'll allow it. Wow. He says, what, soft, old man. Max, what's your new job look like? I am the director of content for the XFL's Dallas Renegades. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that mean? It means I'm basically doing all the cool stuff that I do here, but for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to like the XFL. If I know anything about TFTers, football is better than no football. Mm-hmm. And they will be ready to jump on board. Objectively true. I am ready for you to be on the Dallas Renegades bandwagon. We are ready for you. So if you have any questions, hit me up. We want you on board. We want you to be engaged fans. And I think you guys are going to love what we're going to do. Okay. Yeah. So Second that, question. Uh, I just want to point yeah, out. I'm going to send you an invoice for the advertising yeah, space. Yeah, okay. That's took. fine. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> number two. What's your favorite moment from being on the show? So, are we talking about uh, a you-centric moment or just the moment of eight hundred? I think it's just any part of the show that I've enjoyed. Now, I'm going to spoil something here, but I want TFTers to know about this because uh, I'm going to let them have a little access as well. Greg doesn't know this, so this is the first he's hearing of it. I have made a tribute video. Oh my god! 
to the show and all of the things we've done in the last four years, and he will see it after this. And it's mostly hilarious because why else would you make a video? Yeah. Uh, my favorite. I'm sorry, did we do anything on the show that wasn't hilarious? The thing that I probably laughed the hardest at, and there were a few, it actually didn't ever make the show, I don't think. Maybe it did, but it was when I was editing your picks and you kept saying, kept screwing up the take where you were talking about beef meets beef. Yes. About two offensive, a defensive and offensive line clashing, and you're like beef, 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 and I just cut it into a supercut of him saying that over and over and over. And as I'm cutting it, he is sitting on the other side of the room, and he doesn't know what I'm doing, but I am dying. I'm crying because that. it just kept getting funnier and funnier. I remember that. So that's that's one of them. Yeah. Funniest moment on the show. It's probably when I was making fun of Powers for eating Honey Nut Cheerios. When I'm a bad little boy. <laughs> when I'm feeling naughty. That was good. I get myself a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. That was really good. That, that was yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. that's. I mean, I'll say this. When you start a show like this and you start getting the commenters, you get kind of scared about what the commenters are going to say. Are they going to be, like, funny, interesting, scary? Y'all are pretty funny. Like, the one-liners they deliver, especially at Tepper's expense. Yeah, I don't think you're very funny. Pretty funny to me. Um so those are probably some of my favorites. Uh, and if I had to eat, recommend one place to eat in all of Texas, what would it be? It's Heim, full stop. I have lots of favorite restaurants, but it's Heim. And that's why Heim is being delivered here for my goodbye lunch here in a little bit. Uh, yeah. I thought I mean, it would have been Hidalgo's. Hidalgo's. <laughs> Hidalgo's <laughs> second in San Angelo. The best Tex-Mex in the Concho <laughs> Valley. No question. So does that in Bodecker. Get the Acapulco special and tell him Coach Davis sent you. Um, uh, yeah. We've eaten good over the over the years. I would say so. Oh God. I mean that's the thing is there's a long list, but if you're asking me my favorite place in Texas, it's it's Heim. It's for sure Heim. It's I'm annoyed at how hard it is for to, for me to get to it in Fort Worth, even both both locations mm-hmm. now. Uh I have lots of places I like, but that's that's number one for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No more then. Um Andrew Christensen says, Is Max going to come back from time to time? Well that is not up to me. It's folks. not up to him. Uh if if I'm allowed to come back, I'll come back. I don't know. Seems I have like, a feeling. Seems like that's Ashley's decision. I have a feeling that in. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I say yes. Hey, I think, I think there it's we go. more up to this guy right yeah. here. Yeah. Who? You? Ooh. Me? Down the camera. Mm-hmm. I wield no power. Right? Yeah. You told me the other day False. not to forget whose False. show this is. Very aggressively, <laughs> yeah. might I add. That was that was thrown on in there. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson Music says the Holland Hotel. I knew it was an another Holland H. It was alliteration. That's the one. Yeah. It's a really nice it's hotel. It's an awesome hotel. It's just the train's loud, y'all. Yeah. You got to uh, know what you're getting into. We yeah. should trip advisor that thing. Uh, but look, I, I'd love to come back from time to time. I'd love to bring some of my friends because I feel like from March to April... You got. I know what it's like in this room. There's nothing to talk yeah, just about. Just a lot of content. There's a lot there's of content. There's just Hashtag no content. content. We're just booked. There's just <laughs> nothing going on, and I've got a beautiful, beautiful XFL team ready to talk to you guys all the time. We have a running segment about the Dallas Renegades. Make I'm the checkout. Make the checkout. I'm just cash. saying. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, two. Andrew asks, what do you guys make of the Longview versus John Tyler game and Haynes, Haynes King's so-so performance? Get it out of the way now. Yeah, I mean, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't good, but it didn't matter. The yeah. defense did the heavy lifting last night. There's a lot of people on Twitter who are like, this is your quarterback? It's like, yes, guys, he had a bad game. I think that I think I I bet next week of practice will not be fun for him, but I still think that Haynes King is an incredible quarterback who's going to do huge things, and I think that last year speaks for itself. I think that he had a bad game. It happens to everybody. 
you, you just move on. I, I don't also, I'll make anything about we, it. No one should be upset about it because it gave us the great gift of hearing his his dad give him crap on the oh sidelines for making mistakes, oh which is God. just 24 hours of mic'd up John King is something we all deserve. Yeah. I'll go to my grave saying Do you guys that. know there was a high school football game going on last night, not a recruiting event? <sighs> so I'm going to get to that. Sean Burnett asks, uh, was anyone else annoyed with the announcers on the Longview JT game? And let me tell you about two guys who were and were talking about it constantly last okay. night. I, I'll be, I'll be, this is 100% gen, like genuine. Yeah. I probably shouldn't talk about this. Okay. Because All right. I um, cash checks from a different now. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, uh, what I will say is I think it's tough for any broadcaster to go into these high school games from a national perspective and do it well. What's the easiest thing to understand about the teams from the outset? Well, you have lots of literature on the best players in the game. And you're going to talk about the best players in any game, no matter who you are as an announcer, right? That's a big part of it. There seems to have been a decision somewhere along the line where they've decided with some of these games – the only reason anyone's watching is recruiting. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. If they, they have the numbers, I don't. But I would say that as a football fan, if I, I'm willing to watch kind of any game if it's the one on, right? Uh, I'd like to know a little bit more about the rest of the team and the team's history and that kind of stuff if I'm just dropping in once. Not just like three guys on the field. Because it did, again, it's a tough job, and I can't express that enough. Mm-hmm. But it did feel like every single play, it was like what did... Haynes King do on that play? What did Keaton Crawford do on that play? What mm-hmm. did Sawyer Gorham Welch do on that play? Mm-hmm. And then kind of other guys were there, but what yeah. did the what did the main guys do? And if you're, like we talked about, it is unfair from the standpoint of we're all junkies. We know these teams inside and out, so we sit there and have a different expectation. But, you know, if you're, if you sent me in to be the announcer on an Ohio football game, mm-hmm. what I don't know how I would handle that. You know, like, I mean, you've called games before. It's hard. And you've called games for teams that were basically like all-star teams. You didn't know half the kids on it. Right. It's hard to develop a decent narrative that doesn't focus on just the best players, especially when they're younger. Yeah. So, with you, it was annoying. Like, as Texas high school football junkies, junkies, it was annoying. You know these stories, and you wish they'd be told better. But at the same time, I recognize how hard a job it is. So, eh, that's that's the best I can do. Right, that was that was diplomatic that enough, was diplomatic. right? Yeah, that was good. I can agree with that and not feel like I'm right. going to get a, I'm going to be yeah. blacklisted for right. the four letter network. Exactly. Uh, Tony Blaylock asks or says, "I'm covering Cal Allen Needville tonight. Should I tell Danaher that Greg personally has Cal Allen ranked number one?" But I don't. But you should. You but should tell. You should tell him that. No, yes. Don't, do not. Please do. Mm-mm. Please Mm-mm. tell him that. Mm-mm. We're friends, Tony. Please. We're friends, Tony. Yeah. We're friends, Tony. Yeah. Don't do that. Hmm. We're having fun here. <laughs> um, They're going to win, though. They'll beat they'll be Needville. Yeah. So well, yeah. that'll be win number 9 million for that dude. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think who do you think's been on the show most? Like what coach? Cuz we've tried one thing as you you've probably noticed if you're a longtime viewer or listener of the show is that we try very hard to spread it out. We want to spread the love. We we cover 1400 high schools and 47 colleges. I think it has to be Danaher. We like to do that. I mean, we've interviewed him a lot. Because it's not just appearances on the show, it's the times we've f- taped an interview. I don't think we've gone to THSCA and not talked to him. No, we've done that every year for sure. So, at that point it's like that that's really how you start stacking it up. Mm-hmm. Um Coach Brazel at Hebron. I know we've had him a lot. We've had him in studio. Yeah, you've had Coach Walsh, Coach Walsh, Geyer in studio. He he was he was the OG guest host. That's true. 
like when yeah. you were out yeah. for a couple weeks yeah. uh and i was bringing in guest hosts that was the week we had aaron in studio mm-hmm. we had rico god we yeah had rick in studio oh man um blew the microphones yes. out it was amazing um yeah. and then we but we had uh uh, Coach Walsh from Denton Geyer, yeah, um, at in, and yeah. he was uh, he was very good. He's very very good. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, William Dyson asks, "What do y'all think about Sterling City versus Garden City tonight?" Hello, uh, Greg Tepper. Yes. Your question. Um, <laughs> I think that the two teams will will play a a, a game, and oh, it will be no, stop no. sandbagging you. Know. Um, so I think the Garden City, um, wait, Sterling City and Garden City. That's what he said. Uh, I've got Sterling City playing Hermley tonight. Well, then he's wrong. Is Sterling City? I mean, uh, Sterling City's your favorite over Hermley. Yeah. But I think that's the game going on. Yeah. I've got Garden City yeah. playing Balmeray. No, there you go. So maybe he mixed those up. If it's Garden uh, City and Balmeray, I like Balmeray in a close one. If it's Sterling, <laughs> if it's it's Garden City and Sterling City, I like Garden City in a close one. There you go. Sure, you answered all the questions yeah. that could possibly exist in the universe <laughs> yes. with that one. Yes. Uh, Daniel Agnew says we need more of Coach Gilpin, and that's true. Agree. Uh, yeah, yes. Coach Gilpin at Veterans Memorial down in Michigan. Very, very yeah. excited to be yeah. talking to anybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Josu Mendoza, who is our huge Balmeray fan, says Battle of Coach Jones. Balmeray versus Yeah, Jones I was going to say thank you, Je- yeah. Jeff and uh, yeah. Jeff and Vance. Yeah. No relation, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yes, I believe that's the, uh, that's the game. And that yeah. is a big game. It's yeah. a very, very important game. I like Balmeray. In uh, Garden City, though, so I'm not going to go out there. If it was in Balmeray, I'd go. But No, it's at Balmeray. I, I got it at Balmeray. Every, everyone says it's wrong. I don't know. Josu says it's in Garden City. Oh, well. Who could possibly You guys, that? you're making this harder than it needs to be. Anyway, Russell Boyd says, what do you think about Buffalo versus Grove tonight? Do you think Buffalo's defense improved last week? Uh, yeah, I think it did. Most defenses I, improved last week because yeah, that's what happens week one to two. But I'll tell you that... that, that um, Groveton is gonna has got some some dudes and and the offense uh, is pretty well clicking for them right now. I would say that I would say that that is a that Groveton's probably a slight favorite in this one. Um, I was impressed. Look, it was an ugly week one uh, for uh, for Buffalo, uh, but Groveton is a team that is putting up points in a hurry, and so I want to see what the defense does against a team that is really going to test them. I think I lean a little, t- a little bit towards Groveton in this one, especially at home. But Buffalo, I mean, Buffalo's the bigger school. Buffalo's 3A Division Two. Groveton's 2A Division One. But I think it's time to start paying. If Groveton gets this win, it's time to sit up and start paying attention to them because mm-hmm. they're going to be 3-0 and and they're going to have a really good signature win over a decent Buffalo side. Uh, I like Groveton and a, and a squeaker. Squeaker. Close. Our man Daniel Agnew says he's seeing North Shore and Westfield duke it out tonight. Will I get a defensive battle, or does North Shore pull ahead in the second half? Probably both. Uh, I think that I think that this game probably has low scoring written all over it because I think the strength of both these teams is on the defense. Um, North Shore's offense right now, it sounds like Zachary Evans is not going to play this week either. It sounds like he's still suspended. Um and so without him, without Shadrick Banks, then it goes to now they've got plenty of other guys, including um John Gentry, is that right? The running back, the the backup running back who's committed to Arkansas, uh, and of course Demetrius Davis. Um, the defense will hold it in them, but I think this game is really close at halftime, and then they pull away in the second half. Um, a lot like what happened last week. Uh, I think that it plays out a lot like that. But Westfield's absolutely good enough to beat them, and if they get that offense cooking a little bit, then and get North Shore chasing. That could be problematic. North Shore's not had to score a lot. They have they scored a fair amount last week. 
uh, in the win over Ridgepoint, but they haven't had to because the defense has done a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, if for some reason defense is an off night or if the Westfield offense gets going, I would like to see what North Shore does if they have to chase. That'd be really interesting. So I'm going to, because it's been a minute since we've seen them chase. Uh, I will say I go with North Shore. I think it plays out a lot like it did last week with Ridgepoint, but I think that it could be very interesting in a game that I've got my eye on in the Houston area. And you can pay attention to it on Fox Sports Southwest as part of five hours of continuous live coverage. That was a heck, we, of a heck of a promo. Are we charging you for the shameless promo yeah, that's right true. there, too? How about we just trade? No, they're a partner. Of we'll the, just trade. They're a partner. Of the nah, we're going to trade. That's very football. true. That's fine. Uh, our many TFTers have confirmed the game is in Balmeray. So maybe we should just go do that tonight instead. Yeah, it's in Balmeray. I was going to say. Yeah, you were right. What am I doing? I don't know. Nothing. Nothing good. Uh, Maverick Cassidy says, of course, this would. Th- can I just say this is the perfect way for Maverick Cassidy to leave with a question that is far too complicated for us yes. to answer quickly? <laughs> Maverick yes. asks Maverick asks great questions, but they're like super. Convoluted. They require a twelve-minute answer. Yeah. All right. If the Southwest Conference was to be to be reformed, all twelve FBS teams in Texas. Yes. How would the divisions work? Yes. Or if we wanted to be adventurous, mm-hmm. how would a Bill Connolly pod system fit the Southwest Conference? Um, I think that look, I'm always in favor of pods because I think pods is awesome. But I would go north and south. Sure. Uh, I think that it's easy. To, so, uh, so north would be uh, tech. El Paso. You're putting SM- El Paso in the north. Yep. Okay. Tech, El Paso, SMU, TCU, North, north Texas. Texas, and I guess Baylor. Baylor would be your cutoff line. Baylor right? would be the cutoff line, and then everything south. So Texas A yeah. and M, Houston, yeah. Rice, UTSA, and Texas State would all be in the yeah. south. That's what I would do. Okay. I'm into pods, but I don't know if it's necessarily conducive because the problem is you have this one outlier in El Paso. Actually, I mean, really two, if you count, yeah. if you count Lubbock. Everything else yeah. is relatively centrally located. Yeah. Uh, but, like, unless you want to lump those two into their into a league of their own. I was going to say, the distance between those two and all the North Texas teams would just be... Just doesn't, it doesn't make it, sense. Yeah, it would be way, so, way too far. So, unfortunately, you just have to put them... Someone's got to bite the bullet. You might as well just make a lot of people bite the bullet um, and, yeah. and do North and South. Um, that was what I would do. But I would also add in... Um, Mary Harden Baylor gets pumped to F- FBS. <laughs> Sam Houston State. Sam Houston State gets pumped to FBS. Uh, well, I want a promotion relegation system. Can we just That's have a? I, yeah, I think we're like at the, at the end of this, we're gonna have like a twenty-team conference, which we'd be fine with, but also that. works for. How about nothing. a forty-seven-team yeah. conference? Uh, forty-seven-team conference. Southwestern yeah. Assemblies of God. I don't think you can have. I don't <laughs> think Texas <laughs> Wesley. I think the JUCOs get boxed out because they're only two years, though, right? Oh, good point. That's not fair. So how That's many? A different are set of rules. Six JUCOs, five JUCOs. It's five or six. Let's just say it's. Let's just say it's forty-two then. 42? It's a 42-team league. That's what it is. I'm into that. Sagu going to build a dynasty. Yes. Yeah. What will happen when East Texas Baptist yeah. meets UTEP? Yeah. All right. Let's find out. Yeah. East Texas Baptist might have a good shot at that one right mm. now. Wow. I'm glad she pickle. went out on that limb and I didn't have to. <laughs> pickle. Just, oh, boy. just saying. Hey, Pickle, they beat, uh, who did who'd they beat in the opener? Houston Baptist. Baptist. Houston Baptist FCS. Yeah. All right. Well. Just, yeah. just watch the UTEP train. Keep, yeah. keep not really rolling. chugging along. <laughs> hey, Dana Dimmel's building something every year. Take a little bit of time. Every year, take a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, What's next, it will take some time. Uh, Richard Cummings asks, uh, Allen's QB is out this week due to injury. Does that mean Capel can upset Allen? I mean, they can, but I don't think no. they will. I think Although we this do. is the site of their last regular season loss. Yes. 2012. That's true. That's true. They lost to, um, that was the game before Kyler Murray took over. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray took over at like halftime of that game. Yeah. And um, they lost at Coppell. Yeah. That was the last regular season loss. Right. No. Yeah. Raylan, uh, Raylan Sharp's an important 
piece of that team, and I hope he gets well soon. But Coppell, or rather, I, I don't think Coppell's going to be able to. Right now. The thing, here's the thing that always happens, and this happened again this year, right? You go, Allen lost a lot of guys. I don't know. I don't know what kind of team Allen's going to have. And where he goes, oh, man, maybe they're going to. Slip. Maybe Cedar Hill's going to beat him in the open. Maybe Dickinson's going to get him. And Allen just looks like Allen. And it's a huge credit to Coach Gamble mm-hmm. because it's not easy. Right. Um, um, right now, let's put it this way. What look? Okay. Without looking at the computer projections. I'm okay. not, I never do. Uh, Raylan Sharp's out for Allen. Mm-hmm. How many points do you think that costs them? Be, um, be super, be really liberal with this. Like, go nuts on this. How many points on the high end does not having Raylan Sharp cost? Part of me thinks it's like four. Four. It's yeah. four. Four seems like a lot. Right. Four points, yeah. yeah. Uh, that would mean that uh, Allen is only a 39-point right. favorite. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, crazier that. things have happened. Yes. I'm here for it. I like chaos, but uh, everyone everyone was just waiting for Allen to not be Allen, and I don't think it's going to happen I don't think it's going to happen ever. Well, uh, well, yeah. The sun will burn out. Yeah, the sun will burn out, and we'll all die. Uh, Adam Hockfelder says it Hotchfielder. takes Hotchfielder <laughs> says it takes Max leaving for me to get an on-air shout-out about dang time. I didn't have to do that, but I did. Yeah, I don't know why you did. Yeah, well. Do you realize that you're leaving me? Do you know I st- how I still, he's I'm, going to be I'm now? still, I'm still owed a couple different checks, so I'm going to play point. it as nice as possible. That's a very good point. Uh... My man, Ant Blaylock, says, opinion on Thursday's results, Cy Ranch beating Langham Creek the way they did was impressive. Yeah, honestly, this is going to sound really weird, uh, but you know who I'm most impressed by in that game uh, is uh, is Westlake. Because <laughs> yeah, Westlake put right. it on Cy yeah, Ranch. Yeah, right, right, right. Right? I think, I think Cy Ranch is actually a really good team. And I think that... Um, I think that 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 is what that Cy Ranch and Westlake game is going to end up proving to be a really interesting matchup of two really good teams. Um, but last week, I mean, fifty-five-seven is a it's a butt kick. Yeah. And so to me, that if you want to do transitive property, like Cy Ranch, take care of a, a important district win, get off to get off on the on the on, on the good foot in district play. Uh, obviously important to them. To me, that tells me okay. Cy Ranch is really good. What's that say about Westlake, who put it on Cy Ranch yeah. in Cyprus right. last week? That's the thing that I'll do. I do the transitive property well, I, galaxy brain. Thing. I think you're fair of doing transitive property of just saying that Westlake's good enough to beat Miami Dolphins now. I think that's, that's I think that's a, I, don't I think, think that's factually out of line at all. correct. That's fine. factually yeah. correct. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Frazier has a two parter with two different games. That's cheating, Ryan. But after today, what it'll be care? up to Ashley to enforce that, yeah, so really. it's fine. <laughs> uh, thoughts on Sonora versus Mason and Dumas versus Wichita Falls. So this is um, this is Sonora coming or Mason coming? No, I think they go to Sonora. Yeah, they they yeah they go. Mason goes to Sonora. Um, Sonora's pretty good, y'all. Sonora's defense has been really good, and so if the Mason offense has not figured things out, then they're going to punish them. Um, I think this game's really close. Um, my question is going to be. Uh, as far as and this is once again Mason punching up. They're playing a three A Division two team. Um, I'm really interested in this one. I think Sonora's got a great shot, especially at home, um, to drop Mason to one and two. Computer has Sonora by no Mason by four. That's within the margin, right? That's a that's a seven points on a neutral field. I think I lean a little bit towards Mason champions advantage but i it would not surprise me snores looked really really good in the in their first goal. what was the second game the dumas versus wichita falls uh yeah i think old high may be back 
Maybe Old High is back. It, it, uh, they, Dumas is looking strong, though. But Dumas based looked, on everything we thought they would be going in the but season. But Dumas too. has looked really, really solid, and uh, I think Wichita Falls has looked better. Uh, but they don't have a whole lot to show for it. Dumas has looked good hard stop. Yeah. And so that yeah. makes me think that it's probably going to be Dumas in, especially especially that's a long trip. I would yeah. say that that's uh, Dumas. Dumas is a team, favorite. once they move down, that we've kind of kept an eye on. But I, I'm, I'm bullish I'm bullish on Old High, though. I think I, that, I think that's yeah. a program that, that's on its way up. I think that they have, like, I know they're 0-2, but they are two pretty respectable losses. And so I think that they're, I think they're going to be, a, you know, I think they might be a playoff team. I think that, you know, especially if Abilene Wiley and, and, and Plainview can continue to struggle. But, um, you know, uh, I, but Dumas, yes. Demons tonight. All right. Three. Fair enough. Uh, let's see here. John Hambrick says, uh, what's y'all's oh take? Oh, my gosh. You know, the uh, Any relation to former Dallas Cowboys running back Troy Hambrick? I will let you two work that one out. Uh, he says, what's y'all's take on Boyd, the Boyd Yellow Jackets and their game against uh, Lake Worth? He says they look great on defense so far. Um, yes, they do. Uh, yes, they do. Uh, but this—that's what's—that's what's really interesting is in this test is that Lake Worth has been um, kind of lighten it up offensively and then devil may care defensively. They've been like, oh, we'll figure out defense. You know, just, just score fifty something points a game and, and everything else will work out for itself. Now they've done it against I think opponents that they're better than. But their quarterback, um, Casey Welch, I think it is Caleb Welch, has been really really solid. This junior quarterback for Lake Worth, he's been excellent. Going up against a Boyd team that that you're exactly right. The defense has been exceptional the first couple of weeks uh, and you know to to go even in their loss last week to holiday that's a 13-7 loss to a holiday team that's got some explosive weapons that's impressive to me and so i think the defense uh, is looking pretty good that's the strength on strength matchup now can the boyd offense get it moving they're going to have a shot against what looks like a lake worth defense that is uh, not playing up to par right now um, that'll be interesting. It's kind of strength on strength, and then and then kind of question on question. That's what's interesting about that one. Um, I like Lake Worth. Okay, I'm gonna go. The, I'm gonna go offense. I think offense wins championships. Everyone sure. says that, right? Yeah. There is no relation between the Hamburgs. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley yeah, I Pickle. saw that. He replied, "No, no, <laughs> just no. a solid no, straight into the point. Mm, just, just a no." Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph Oliveris. Says, can you guys wish my pops a big happy birthday? Papa Oliveris, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Papa Oliveris from all of us at, at Texas Gables, Football Today. Sure. Dave Campbell's Gables, Texas football, Ashley TexasFootball.com. <laughs> happy <cool>. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> After all of that, that's yeah. happy birthday. That's, yeah, right. that's, why, you, that's why nobody yeah. asks us to wish people a happy birthday because it's just yeah. a calamity. Kirk Lewis says, Wos at Newton. What's your yeah. pick? Wos. Uh, great mashup. Did you pick Newton? I picked West Orange Stark. That's right. I, I was, I w- and I, I have zero confidence in it. That's tough. Newton looks really good. Newton and, looks great. And, and, and West Orange Stark's the bigger team. Trinus like, Wash, the running uh, like the Trinus Wash, and then D'Anthony uh, something, the other running back, the other sophomore running back for Newton. Uh, they have been awesome, and they've been lighting people up. But this is a four division two team, and this is, uh, you know, not going to be easy. But is it? Uh, what is the other? D'Anthony De- Gatson is his name. Um, the two sophomore running backs have been sensational for them. Um, you know, not to mention that they have um, they have Ke- Kevin Watson Jr. They can run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. Go- but the thing about West Orange Stark 
is the one thing they do really well is they shut down the run. That's that's always been a Cornell Thompson hallmark is you don't run on West Orange Sark. You can throw on them sometimes, but you cannot run on them. And that's what's going to be really interesting in this one. Uh, I, I lean towards West Orange Dark as the bigger team. The, uh, no confidence in that pick. None. This is yeah. a coin flip type game. Uh, the computer, if you're interested, and I know you are, computer is Newton by 10. Computer's got a lot of respect for Kirk, Newton. Kirk says that's what he thinks too. Newton by 10 plus. Um, the computer's got a lot of respect for Newton. Um, I think West Orange Dark might have something. The one thing that worries me about West Orange Dark is their offense has been, and Newton defense has been really good. So, um, I take West Orange Stark. No confidence in it. We'll find out on Friday. It'll be fun. Uh, Rusty Nick says, who wins Garrison versus San Augustine oh. in the grass at the doghouse? Uh, I didn't get to tell you this. Uh-oh. Yesterday yeah. on the Ford Player of the Week show, okay. um, we talked with Sebastian Porter. Ooh. The official, the official oh, player of oh. Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, yeah. Um, yes, talk with him. He was wearing Von Miller glasses. He was yes. awesome. He um, awesome. Do you, do you realize how they won that game? Uh, no. The citing score was okay. he re- he kicked sixth it. Oh, yeah. Well, I knew he did the... I yeah. knew he had a field goal return for a touchdown. That was the game-winning yeah. score. They That's were amazing. Un- the, well, like, in the final two minutes. Dude's nuts. He's incredible. So Dude's we talked with him uh, and Larry Prince. Um, this is a great matchup, a really under-the-radar matchup. Uh, but San Augustine's defense has been really good. That's what's so fun is Sebastian Porter against this defense. Uh, I lean towards San Augustine in this one. I think it's close, but I like San Augustine to win this one in by a touchdown. I'm so glad he asked a question because I could get to do this. Paul Roberts, whose football opinions we can trust, asks, speak a little about the Lubbock Cooper versus Friendship game. Speak on it. Speak um, on it. Talk about it. Yeah. We, uh, we talked with Chip Darden earlier this week. Uh, I think that he recognizes that this friendship team is not the friendship team of last year. This is a friendship team that's really improving. And I think most notably, this is a friendship team that is playing outstanding, outstanding defense. And that's what's going to be really interesting for uh, for the Pirates in this one. Um, but, look, Lubbock Cooper, that went over Coronado last week really opened my eyes. I was really, really impressed with what they were able to do against Coronado last week. Um and, by the way, they beat Andrews the week before. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Cooper. I think friendship's still on the right trajectory, and things are going better, but I still I think Cooper is maybe the more complete product at the moment. Um, I like the Pirates to win by nine oh, there you go. points. This okay. is, okay, Tim, Tim Guzman has a question, and I'm going to let it go because he's a longtime TFTer. He goes, what are your thoughts on next week's East Bernard versus Edna game? No, come back next week and ask, man. Ashley Pickle will feed that to me next week. <sighs> Tim, you've been around for a long time. You should know the rules by now. Nine minutes. Talking about the Dumas District, after two weeks, what are your thoughts on Canyon? That's from Kevin Higginbotham. Yeah. Um, first of all, to, to speak on that district kind of as a whole, that district's turned into, I think, a lot of a lot of fun. Um, because I do think the Canyon canyons kind of put themselves back in that mix i think it, i think kind of to start the year we thought it was maybe dumas and then maybe a little bit of a gap and then canyon maybe herford makes a run but you know, some sort of order um but i think the canyons closed the gap a little bit that defense played really well so far um they will romp la Mesa tonight um and yeah i think that there's a fair chance that uh, you know that win over randall last week was awful impressive uh, and I think that they keep it going, and I think that I think that you know I I don't have the schedule in front of me. Dumas and Canyon is an excellent game and a big game uh, to figure out who is gonna who's gonna finish first in that district. Because by the way, 
they get matched up in non-district or by district rather with district four, which is the Decatur, Springtown, Gainesville, Hershey district. And that is a district. What I'm saying is you want to finish as high as possible. When, when you're playing going up against district four, you don't want to fall to third. You don't want to, you don't want to slip up to doom. Let's say you're Canyon. You don't want to slip up to Dumas and then, oh man, have a bad game against Hereford. And suddenly you're third and you're playing Springtown in the first round. Yeah. You don't want that. That's bad news bears. Cameron Rickett's going to run right. all over you. Don't so, want that. Um, yeah. I, I, I think Canyon's impressed me so far. They'll be three and zero after tonight. Lamise is in a bad way right now. Uh, I would say that I look at, I look at that district as pretty fun and Hey, who knows? Maybe Pampa's got a little something too. There you go. Uh, Michael A. Geistwhite says, with Midway starting 0-2, how will they do in district play? Well, those are two things that I think are If separate. you can look into the sands of time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am not panicking about Midway. Although, have you seen that district? Yeah. I was talking about this with um, Craig Smoke this week. Um, name drop. Uh, 12-6A. Nobody's undefeated. Of the nine teams in district, six of them are 0-2. Okay. And everyone else is one and one. Right. Everyone's got a loss. Um, I'm not panicking about Midway. Now, I think they got some stuff to figure out, and I think they should probably figure out the defense specifically, but I'm not worried about them. Uh, they'll be fine. I still think they are no worse than co-favorites in the district with Temple. Um, but, you know, look, I mean, they'll get. let's put it this way. Tonight they play, what, Killeen? Is that right? Yeah, they play Killeen. Is that right? Let me make sure I got that. Yeah, they play Killeen. So they'll be one and two after tonight. Don't panic. Everything's fine. Midway's <laughs> going to be okay. Don't don't panic, guys. Uh, Chase Parrish, our man down at Cypress, says, Thoughts on Bridgeland going 2-0 and early on in their second year Look, as man. a program. They won 70-17 and 54-7 this year. They open district with Cy Springs this this week and play Cy Ranch next week. That'll be a big measuring stick. And I think, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is I think they are I think they're for real. I really do. That offense is crazy. That offense is lighting people up. Um, this was a, I want to say this is a Matt Step hipster pick. Was Bridgeland? Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, but and yeah. and for good reason. Yeah. Obviously, they bring back a lot from last year's team. Uh, they're scoring like crazy. If you're going to open up in district, Cy Springs is one of the teams you want to open up with in district. Uh, they're probably going to win that game. Uh, and yeah, and then they get a big test with Cy Ranch. So overall, yeah, there's a lot to like about this Bridgeland team, and and it's not out of the ordinary to see these young programs now. That's the new normal, especially in these multi these multi. Uh, school districts, um, especially when there's a lot of schools, right? We saw Frisco Lone Star get really rich really quickly. Mm-hmm. Frisco Reedy kind of in the same way. Um, Alvin Shadow Creek in the in the in the uh, Alvin ISD. Um, we see George Ranch in um, in what is that? Is that League City ISD? Is that right? Um, no, mm-hmm. something Lamar mm-hmm. Consolidated LC. I know mm-hmm. LC ISD. Um, but you know when you've got a veteran coach like David Raphael there, who used to be at AM Consolidated. A lot to like. Yeah, I like Bridgeland. Yeah, I like what they're doing. Ruben Rios asks, "Is Porter the new funky president?" I think that name needs to be retired. We just need yeah. to come up with. Better. No, we just need to come up Can with a better name. Well, he needs to be some kind of admiral. Yeah, our bulldozing admiral, or I don't know. Someone, someone, come up with a cool adjective. Yeah, that goes we need with something. Yeah, the yeah, our Sebastian Porter sounds like an admiral. That Admiral right. Sebastian Porter. That sounds right. King of the Seas. King of the Seas. 
Garrison is like landlocked in a heavy, heavy way too. Yeah. That's what makes it even better. That's true. That's why it's funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Rob Hadaway says thoughts on the game, but maybe more on the atmosphere of South Lake versus Permian at Permian at Rathliff stadium. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be much of a game based on how the seasons are going for both teams, but it'll be fun. I mean, look, you got time. You can be a part of the Ratliff stadium experience. You should. And you got a big state power rolling into town. Yeah. Taking all, at an iconic stadium. These are two big time programs. Yeah, I mean it'll be a great atmosphere. Uh, I, th- I I get the feeling that South Lake fans are going to go out there that they want to be a part of that because they understand what a special moment it is. Um, the game won't be much to see, in my opinion. I think I think Carroll is by far is, is playing at an exceptionally high level right now, and Permian's kind of stuck in the mud. Love to be wrong, but I think that that's I think it's not going to be much of a game to see. But I think the atmosphere there at Ratliff will be worth the price of admission. Brent Hohen asks, if Graham dominates Brownwood, would it be a game they were supposed to win or a statement win? That would be a statement win. If they were to dominate them the way yeah. Brownwood's playing, yeah. 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 Um, that's a really interesting game because Brownwood has been smoking fools. Yeah. They've been really good. They have. Um, Jason Henley says, first time comment, long time listener, thoughts on Raymondville versus Lyford. Let's go down south, huh? I'm so glad you asked about this. I and this, know, is, right? this is really funny. Um do you know who's at this game? Matt Stepp. Matt Stepp Matt is going to be at this game. He's going to be at that game, y'all. He and he be- was pumped about it, too. Yes. Like, he wasn't like yeah. shy about admitting he was going to be there or anything. He was like, yeah, I'm going to be there. And Tepper was like, why? Why? Uh, because <laughs> it's Valley Week for Stepp. Yeah. He's down there in the Valley. Yeah. Um, last night he was at, uh, he was in Donna. Yep. Um, and then tonight he will be in Lyford for Raymondville and Lyford. Uh, Raymondville's going to win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Matt Stepp will be there. Go, Matt Stepp loves surprise hugs. Yeah, Give him a surprise hug. even more than me. <laughs> yes. John Hamburg also asked, "Do you think Brock can get back to Jerry World? I mean, they can, but they got to turn things around." First question: Can they get out of their own region? Yeah, the reason is going to be because Wall, yeah, Wall looks has good. looked really good, yeah. and Brock. They have I'm, a weird history, though. They're, for a young school, it is a kind of an interesting rivalry in that they seem to get each other's number in weird years. Mm-hmm. So I kind of throw things out here's, when those two. Teams here's play. my thing on them. Okay, here's the biggest thing for them. I want to see what they do this week. They're taking on an Argyle Liberty Christian school that is a pretty good private school, but they're kind of down right now. This is a game that Brock should go out there and win, and win in, win in a nice way, win in a in a uh, an aesthetically pleasing way. If they do that, they're fine. Don't worry about it. Especially because we've been talking about Brownwood mm-hmm. and how good they were. Um, but, I mean, even their win last week, yep. it's 21-7, yeah. something like that. Yeah. It is the kind of system, though, and Coach Worrell's so good right. that you just have more and more faith in it as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's always the same. Yeah. Um, and they just play tough in the yeah, cl- at the end of games. Yeah. They really do. Some teams are just better at it. Brock's really good at it. Um, Corey, Did, go ahead. Um, uh, Bill Conley just put out Division Two rankings. Oh, boy. Commerce is number 11. Where's Tarleton? Tarleton should be higher. Tarleton's number one. There we go. Go Texans. Uh, Corey Hogue says, Max, how do you feel about Tepper always name dropping? I don't feel like you do. I mean, like, if you're dropping names, it's just people we know because yeah, of football. Yeah, just media people. I mean, it's not like you're friends with Beyonce. The Dallas media influencer <laughs> you right know. there. That's true. He's that trying to get know. a That's renegade true. swag That's bag. That's right. So. That you know yeah. that I'm not friends with Baywants. Yeah. That's, I, I guess not. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it's be the first I'm hearing of it. So... <laughs> um. Let's see here. Last question from Brent Holman, and we'll just end on this because it's fine. we got to go anyway. 
uh, does Ashley bake? What desserts debate will oh, we have without Max? This is an important question. Because yeah, I am the resident baker. This, okay. This is like one of my most dreaded questions that I was hoping oh. wouldn't come up at one point. Uh-oh. Do I cook? Yes, I enjoy cooking a lot. Do I bake? No. It's Reasoning hard. behind that, and everyone thinks I'm so weird for saying this, I don't like sweets. Honest to God. Ever mm. since I was mm. a little kid, wow. did not like sweets. Still don't. Sour stuff, I love that. See, they're already... Thank you a lot, Brent. Now I'm going to get fired because I don't like sweets. Look well, at this man's face. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> here's here's the other thing. I, I'm i the exact opposite, and this, this guy has coined my nickname. Snacks Thompson. Snacks Thompson, because on road trips and everything else, I'm the guy with like six boxes of candy and chips, and I have a sweet tooth. I have a sweet tooth problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't, I don't fault you for that. It's not as if everyone else here does. No. It's just what I do, mm-hmm. which is fine. No. It's no. not exactly. We're healthy. just yeah, we're just yeah. like we're losing a baker. That's like yeah. You guys won't get Christmas cookies. Can I ask you a question? Uh, ooh, hang on. My ooh, oh hey, there is something. Something new is being brought yes. to the table. Breaking my, news. The, the <laughs> one thing that I will go to town on in sweets every now and then is my granny's cookies. That woman can bake oh, well, a better well. chocolate chip cookie than anyone in the world. So Christmas cookies. Granny can okay. send some of those up there. She loves she okay. loves oh, doing that. Okay. Granny, so big bake. She's so gonna put Granny to work. We have, okay, so we have we have uh, acquired Ashley Pickle and a player to be named later, and a player to be named it's later granny. is Granny. Granny, <laughs> yes, got it. She right. is okay. the real MVP. Um, yeah, um, we yeah. I guess we're gonna have to um, figure out what we're gonna do as far as like snacks are concerned. Yeah. Oh, know. Shahan said he's com- he's officially out on me. So there's that. Where Ooh, I have so tough. much respect was uh, just lost. Adam Hockfelder asks, "Is Ashley a communist?" That's harsh. Oh my <laughs> gosh, jeez. The answer to that, that is seems, no. Seems <laughs> it's a rough. It's a that rough seems crowd. Um, um, yeah. Brent says, uh, "All else fails, bring some veterans in for the show." Oh uh, well, don't worry. We're still going to do the veterans station. Oh, okay. Don't worry. I will commit right. to that. Just don't do it with Brent. He's a he's yeah, we'll find a spotlight some, stealer. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll find some other veterans. Yeah, find some other ones. Um, no, we'll still do our Veterans Day show Not Brent. and uh, stuff like that. Uh, that it? I think we're going to call it a day, my friend. Okay. Let's go do it. It's been fun. It has. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Um, Best of luck to you guys. You won't need it. Dave uh, Campbell's rules. You guys will march on in perpetuity despite everything Tepper does to try and screw it up. Uh, all right. That is going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle and Max Thompson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your player of the year trophy. We will see you Monday, believe it or not, on Texas Football Today.